Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm with Kaunda. Postseason K, apparently. And uh, yeah, the postseason has been incredible. Uh, welcome to the Post Up Podcast. We're going to be talking about some really interesting topics. Specifically, are the Warriors the title favorites? We'll also be looking at the all defensive team and the all NBA teams and react to those. Kaunda, are you well? I'm great, Cyrus. I'm enjoying the postseason. Uh, BAL's on again. Uh, WNBA is on. Cyrus. But anyway, for the sake of our podcast, let's keep it NBA. Uh, the awards are looking nice. And uh, yeah, um, the Warriors are looking great. The Boston it's, Celtics are looking fantastic. It, it's, it's been interesting. Um, you know, we've had a podcast, you know, where we've talked about whether or not certain series were better than others. Uh-huh. And I think we're sort of seeing that in, in, in the, uh, the conference finals at the moment, in the sense that I don't know if we're getting as much competition as we'd expected. And all of the games are just like, weird blowouts or you know we don't have close contests and a lot of different podcasters different platforms are talking about that stuff but we'll get into it just now let's give everybody our social media handles make sure you interact with us on post up um on twitter at post up podcast on instagram at post up zone and we're also on facebook at post up zone um that is at post up zone you can also go to at, oh, at postup. You can also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. We'd like to thank our partners, Supersport.com, Betcoza, and the Pod House. Um, Kaunda, um, let's talk about it. I mean, let's start with with the most important part of this, which is the Warriors are looking really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And you know, they. Uh, I mean, as we record this, they're up in their series against the the Mavericks. It should be done. Um, I mean, a sort of three one lead. They're, they've blown that kind of thing before, but it was a three zip lead before. So yeah, um, you know, the Mavericks going to go on a four game winning streak. I'm not sure. Um, I think that's done. But the way in which the Warriors have been playing and the 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 way they've gotten their victories has been pretty impressive. And you know, you look at this as a team that you know. Uh, they're beating this Mavericks team who took out the number one seed, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Yep. Um, and I don't think anybody expected things to get so lopsided in terms of, of, of the series scoreline and even in the games themselves. What have your impressions of the series been? Um, look, the, the, I think the, the, the Warriors, and I, and I think I said this before, uh, I think off, off mic, the Warriors are digging into their experience. Mm. Because first of all, you look, you, you look at the Golden State Warriors, uh, some of those guys have been here before. More than yeah. once. Yeah. So we're talking Steph Curry, we're talking Draymond Green, we're talking Clay Thompson, of course, and Iggy from the bench. Um, a lot of these guys have been here before. They, they, they know what it feels like to be at a conference final. They know what, what mm-hmm. it feels like to be in the actual final itself. So I think they're digging into their experience. And the good thing is that the youngsters, your Jordan Pools, even a person who isn't really a youngster, but he's a newbie to the squad, sort of, Andrew Wiggins, yeah. they're all showing up. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and that's true. There the are times when they need to uh, to show up and they show up. And, 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 and I think that's, I mean, even once in a while you see Otto Porter Jr. take off. Yep, you, you see, and that's why he's been brought in. You see Damian Lee, you know, take, I mean, and our boy, mm-hmm. we call him the you know, undersized center, do we call him? <laughs> undersized big? That's what they call him, Kevon Looney. Undersized big? He, mm-hmm. he has had some great games, Cyrus. He has. He, he's been like, yo, you remember Dennis Rodman? I'm Dennis Rodman <laughs> 2.0. Uh, I mean, I, I, I won't go that far. But yeah, he's been playing uh, at an look, elite he, level. He, he's been playing at an elite level. And, 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 and don't forget, he's also been uh, deep in it before. And then now you go... Although this is his first championship run, really, right? Well, yeah, but 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 still, like he's been there longer than most of the youngsters, right? No, no, definitely. I mean, he's he's one of the longest serving uh, players on that roster at the moment. So now you go to 
to to to um the the Dallas Mavericks Cyrus. and then you think to yourself uh first of all man shame I, I feel so bad because uh, Kevon Looney's uh, won two chips right uh, yeah. 2017 2018 but he hasn't been as involved as, as he's been now no because he wasn't the main guy at the time no, so no. so if you're talking about winning them as a starter no Oh, oh, oh. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he wasn't really a starter in 2017, 2018. That's why you might even forget him, but 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 he's been there twice, and, and he knows what, what it feels what it like takes. to be there. Yeah. And uh, now you go to the Mavs. How many uh, of these guys have been this deep into the postseason? Uh, dude, you're asking a, a, a very good question here because even their star player in, in Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic. this is the furthest he's ever been. And Luka Doncic, as much as he's a superstar and he's... Okay, he's been this far in other leagues because he's won a EuroLeague yeah, championship yeah. before. EuroLeague MVP. He's got EuroLeague MVP under his belt. But th this is a different platform. Those are different teammates. And, and I mean, who does he really have as a supporting cast? He's the only superstar out of the whole squad. And the other guys, yeah, they, they, they do have their moments. But Cyrus, I, I, I that think... That championship pedigree... Is a real thing. Yeah, it's 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 a real thing, and and you can tell when Luca takes over games that this guy knows what it takes to to take it to the next level. Yeah. Others guys will other guys will struggle, and and, and you, you know and they have your Finnish Smiths, your 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 Din Witties, your you you know I, I mean too is uh, Reggie Bullock. Yeah, I, it's, I saw it's a been funny, real. I saw a funny meme uh, from a comment that Dirk Nowitzki passed. Uh huh. He, he asked him to. You know, shave off that 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 funny hairstyle and step his game up instead, or <laughs> learn Chinese, because no. if he's not careful, pretty soon he might wow. be playing in China. Uh, wow! Look, it was an unofficial meme, but <laughs> wow, I don't see that being the, the case. Come on, Dirk, no. <laughs> but Jish, that's I mean, it's real, but you uh, and, and you can't play a conference finals game and go over. Right, same yeah. with Maxi Kleber. You can't end up with zero points on something like fifteen shots taken. Yeah, um, and and I think that's been the key thing. And and to your point, that's been the problem with the Dallas Mavericks. They've they you know they they beat the Warriors yeah. uh, once in this series, but that's not enough. And against the Suns, they'd fallen into a bit of a pit um, mm -hmm. that they pulled themselves out of because of their home form. But you know the Warriors taking that one game in Dallas is enough to to put them up to 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 to, to really ramp their way through to to the finals again. And I think this is the thing. I mean, I'll, it'll be the last on, on on the Mavericks. They're built this way, unfortunately. They just don't have enough firepower to to really sustain things outside of Luka Doncic doing everything. Yes, they managed to get through the first round with Jalen Brunson doing incredible things. Uh, and, and Spencer Dinwiddie also showing that he's a great team player and the rest of the guys contributing to get rid of the Utah, uh, Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. But they also looked at the Jazz and exploited their weaknesses. They haven't been able to make the most of what their strengths are in the series against the Warriors, either from really great defense from Golden State or that they've just missed open looks. And that's also been a major issue for them. So when you look at the statistics, I mean, Luka Doncic is far and away the best scorer in this entire series, right? I mean, he's yep. averaging some insane numbers when you look at it. And, and I think he's like averaging 33 points a game. I mean, that's madness, right? But Cyrus, he has to do that for the team to look no, halfway decent. But Otherwise, that's it. this would be ridiculous blowouts, right? That's exactly it. So so he has to be performing from a scoring perspective um, mm. like no one else. I mean, the way he got dunked on by Andrew Wiggins, whew, you know, that was some killer blow stuff. 
Um, but then you look at the Warriors and they're sort of spreading the scoring around. Steph is averaging 26 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiggins, 18 points a game. Jordan Poole, 16.5. Uh, Clay Thompson, 15. And then you look at the the um, the Mavericks, you've got Luka at 33 points average, mm-hmm. 20 points being averaged by Jalen Brunson and 14 points by Spencer Dinwiddie. So the numbers don't really drop off that much when you look at the sort of starters. Um, you know, 20 points for, for Brunson would be more than Wiggins is averaging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Poole is averaging 16, which is more than Dinwiddie. Bullock is averaging 12, and Clay is averaging 15. So it's those those minor numbers that are really making the difference. But then you, you go to the bench players, and this is what makes the Warriors so interesting right now, is that they've got rookies who are contributing. Jonathan Kuminga is averaging 9.5 points a game in this series, yep. and, and 4.5 rebounds. You look across to to um, to Dallas, and that is more than Trey Burke, more than Maxi Kleber, who's one of the better shooters on Dallas, more than Sterling Brown. The names just roll off, and these guys have been playing in the league for a bit, right? Yep. So that's where the Warriors have got real. As the, you remember, their, their slogan, "Strength in Numbers." You know, they're doing it um, from a, from a league from a, a team perspective, a squad perspective. But let's not forget that this Mavericks team had these problems in the season. Did some great things in the first two rounds, though, yep. but now have reverted back to type because the Warriors have put them in a situation where they've got to deliver and they can't. Well, Cyrus, they're playing people who've got championship caliber, championship experience. So, like I said, uh, the, the the Mavs have, are coming with energy when they can, but when you meet that experience and and, and, and you've got a superstar coach in Steve Kerr. Yeah. Um, I don't think enough's being said about how good Steve Kerr's been for this team. No, uh, and 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 I think it, it, I think it's the nature of the Warriors because they also want to shine light on Mike Brown. They're also you know the, the yep. nature of the Warriors is they, they they won't talk about Steve Kerr and and Lord was I about to make you know I was about to make um, a, 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 a comparison big huh? a big comparison to 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 a man that actually has more than ten rings, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jackson. Yeah. I, was, I was about to say they, they won't talk about Steve Kerr the way they talk about Phil Jackson, but I had to hold myself back and say, well, they let, can't right let, now. Let, let, yeah, let let, let 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 me let me pull myself towards myself. <laughs> but, but you understand where I was no, trying to go with but, that, right? But, it, it, yeah, with the Warriors, it's always about team. Nobody yeah. ever talks about like. Yo, do you know that Steve Kerr was actually a, an above-average, decent uh, shooter? And maybe that's why Steph has also ended up being a shooter because under his tutelage, but they won't go there. because it, it, Like, it's that player development stuff. How much does the coach really impact a lot of that? How yeah. much is Steph being a superstar t- a talent? But I think it's the adjustments he makes sometimes and the style of play that they, that they play mm-hmm. that really has stood the Warriors out. Because if you think about it, right, Greg Popovich as a coach, has got a specific style. People know exactly what he does. The organization has run real well. Um, and they generally develop players very well. Mm-hmm. The only player that we've really seen come out of that system really rocking the boat is Kawhi Leonard, who just he just had enough of, of whatever was happening in San Antonio. Um, interestingly, right? So here's a, a comparison. Because you, you talked about um, Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. one of the greatest to ever do it. Yep. Greg Popovich, also one of the greatest to ever do it, has the most wins as a coach because mm-hmm. of the longevity. Yeah. He has five championships. Mm-hmm. How many championships does Steve Kerr have as uh, a coach? As a coach. As, as a coach, uh, as a head coach, he's got three, right? I don't know how much he, he has as a as a As a head coach. coach, has three. Yes. As a player, he's won five. 
Yeah, so, with the Bulls, yeah. So he, he knows winning. Well, Bulls and, and the Spurs. And, and Spurs, yes, because yeah. he did play uh, yeah. at the Spurs. Yeah, so um, he, he won the majority of his rings at the Bulls mm-hmm. um, and then with the Spurs. So when you look at, at Steve Kerr, he knows what winning basketball looks like. Yeah. And, and I know we've spoken about this before. Um, and I think what's crazy is, let's say the Warriors go on to win the championship this year. Mm-hmm. He's then one championship away from Greg Popovich in terms of how many he's accumulated. Mm-hmm. We've got to talk about Steve Kerr as a good coach. But anyway, we're going a little off, off, off track here because are the Warriors the presumptive favorites to win it all? Because I think yeah. some people believe that. Yeah, like I, I like the word presumptive because it assumes people are presuming and uh, it, it's they not are. fact, but uh, those Celtics look motivated, guys. I mean, I know I've been I've been riding the heat wave. Yeah, see what I, I think, think a lot of us have. <laughs> I've been riding the heat wave, but I'm beginning to think, wait a minute. Those boys in green, they're, they're, they're playing some they're incredible playing basketball. Fantastic basketball, and they're not scared of the heat. And, and you know, that heat squad is well coached. It's yeah. full of talent. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking at Spo, a championship coach. We're, mm-hmm. we're looking at Pat, Pat Riley in the background also. Who, who, yeah, who, he's, he's been there. He's no stranger to, to winning. And, uh, but, uh, and you know, the likes of Jimmy, uh, Bam, uh, all of those guys. Uh, I mean, I mean, people forget that um, PJ Tucker is actually a champion now. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, you've got all that talent, but, but the, the Boston Celtics are like, so what? Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> so it. Well, like, we, we, we can bring it too. We deserve these jerseys we're wearing. And that's what's really amazing for me about what the Celtics have been doing is that this young team has been to the conference or a, a number of them have been to the conference finals before yeah. and not gotten over the hump. In fact, they looked pretty bad when they got to those finals. Mm. And now they're like, Ime Odoka has managed to to get this team to play at such a high level that they really they, – they, they take knocks, but they keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, some teams would have crumbled under the mental pressure of having a lot of their key players getting injured um, and, and that sort of thing. But they just, they don't let up. And I think that's something that really has to be said. So so do you disagree that the Warriors are the favorites? Um, or do you think that, yes, they're the favorites, but we shouldn't write off the Celtics? Absolutely. That was, uh, that's what I was about to say. I can never write off the Warriors because of their history. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys have shown that they, they, they can win championships. I mean, they, they beat... My uh, LeBron uh, led uh, uh, Cavaliers three times. Yeah, so I, I know what they can do. I know what they're capable of. And uh, but the Celtics also that that team that could shock everybody, and so, they just come out of nowhere and say uh, Celtics in seven. You know, you never yeah, know. That, that's you very very know. true. That's very true. This will be the second time that the Warriors have faced a team that is not the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals if they make it. Uh, wow. Because the last time was was the uh, Toronto Raptors, who they lost to, mm-hmm. um, when 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 Clay and uh, KD got injured in those finals, mm-hmm. um, and and the Raptors went on to win it. This could be a really interesting matchup because I look at at what could happen with with the, with the Celtics, and we'll do a preview on on the finals when if the Celtics get through. It's looking likely that it will be them. Um, because the, the, the Heat, like man, it. the Heat are just going through it. No Tyler Hero. They've had no spark. Jimmy's been bad since he came back from that injury in Boston. And yeah, it's, it's just been really, really, really weird. Um, but anyway, so, you know, when the Warriors look at either one of them, let's say the Celtics or the Heat, mm-hmm. um, and we're also presuming that the Warriors are going to get through. I mean, you know, a 3-1 lead is a tough, tough thing to, to or rather, 3-zip lead, and then a 3-1 lead is a tough thing to, to really throw away. But anything is possible. Yep. But let's say the Warriors make it through, right? Um, will they look across the conference and think 
we'd rather play the Heat than the Celtics? Or do you think both of them offer, you know, um, an equal threat? No, not at the moment. Sorry. I think health-wise, they would rather play the Heat than the Celtics. Okay. Because you've got their star player who's still hobbled, as you mm-hmm. can see from that injury that that, that, that he got in Boston. So they, they, they would rather fancy their chances against uh, a Jimmy. A, a weakened Heat. A weakened rather Heat than rather a than a full strength, strength Celtics. Celtics but let's say it was a strength for strength. Because, you know, like we were talking about the fact that the final start on the uh, 2nd of June um, in Game 1, and mm-hmm. that'll be the 3rd of June um, here on the African continent because of uh, time zone issues. Um, there's still a little bit of time for, for people to potentially get a bit better physically. Though, you know, I don't, we don't quite know what the status of, of Jimmy's injury is. He's playing mm. through something. He's just yeah. not being the same. Um, but so you say they'd rather have the Celtics in the heat. And I think I agree with you on that, right? Um, but then let's look at, at at what that matchup could be because... No, I was saying health-wise, they'd rather have the Heat than the Celtics. No, no, I, I get you, I get you, I get you. And I, I think I'm, I'm twisting it around. Yeah, health-wise, they'd rather have the Heat than the Celtics, mm-hmm. definitely. But but let's say it, it is a, a Warriors-Celtics finals. Yeah. Um, and and you look at the matchup that they'll they'll have there because, you know, the Celtics have a couple of things that have been the Warriors' Achilles heel this season, and that's bigs and, and really productive bigs because uh. the Warriors have struggled against bigs in the regular season, though they managed to get past the likes of uh, Nikola Jokic, um, you know, the reigning MVP, two-time yeah. MVP. But this Celtics team has got Robert Williams and Al Horford playing at a really, really great level yeah. um, as the centers. And yeah. their counter to that is Kevon Looney, right? And and although Looney's been great against the, the Mavericks, mm-hmm. it's a totally different, um, you know, task that he'll have to face if he's playing against Al Horford or, or Robert Williams, who are pretty dominant players. Look, uh, I think uh, we 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 are overstating the fact that they've struggled against bigs because, like 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 when they were coming up against the Denver Nuggets, I was like they're gonna struggle big time, especially with the likes of Nikola Jokic and mm-hmm. how, how how and he wasn't the only big that was there. Yeah, and then and then you you look at how they they, they managed to get that um th- that win uh, of that series. It goes to show you again back to the experience, Cyrus. They they play yeah. they'll play small. Their, their biggest guy on the floor can be Kevon Looney, but they'll use that speed on you. They'll, yeah. Cyrus, I've I, seen I, Steph do some things like maybe he's playing Ring of Ring of Roses with Clay Thompson and they hook their hands together and <laughs> switch directions. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what? Uh, what what on madness earth is this is going on? But it works because when they turn the speed up and, and, and the way they space that floor and, and their, 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 their ability to position their killer shooters mm-hmm. whereby they've got three options at the same time and you have to think are we gonna y- double you're gonna make some calls you're gonna make a call we're gonna double Steph and yeah. hope Clay misses are we gonna double Steph and and and, uh, and hope Poole misses yeah. you, you know you're like there are a lot of there are a lot of players that can hurt you they've got a lot of plays that they can use and I think that the whole struggling against big men thing is, is so you think it's been it, overstated it's been overstated because if your big man is getting twos with his field goals and they're shooting threes efficiently you know yeah. how that goes. And, and <laughs> three is more than two. And it's a really good point, goes. right? And, and I think this is the other thing, because as much as we've talked about that, and, and Jokic would have been the best of the big men, yep. he's not a back-to-the-basket kind of guy. He doesn't punish you for being small, really. He's um, got the ability to do that, but he can also punish you from the, yeah. from the arc. And, and, and I guess, I mean, I'm talking nonsense here, because re- really he can he can kill pretty much anybody. He's just got the size and, and strength yep. to do that. And, and skill. And, and it really didn't, yeah, it, it, it didn't really bother the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But then let's also look at the series against the 
Grizzlies because they had two pretty big guys there. There you go. Right? In Steven Adams, who then eventually didn't get a lot of games because, you know, the Warriors were running circles around them. And then Jaron Jackson Jr., who they struggled with on the boards, but then the Warriors managed to out-rebound the, the Grizzlies at certain points in, in that series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this Warriors team then... Every single sort of kryptonite that we keep saying, oh, but the Warriors are oh, big men, you know. Um, maybe they're just like, yeah, you tell us what we can't do and we'll show you what we can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think they've proven themselves more than enough that the fact that they no longer have guys like JaVale McGee's size mm-hmm. or, or or DeMarcus Cousins or that, yeah. it, it's, 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 it's not a thing. They've, they've moved on from, from, from that kind of play. Because, for now, yeah. Yeah, for now. I mean, obviously, they're, they're, I mean, they've still got Wiseman who's yeah. still uh, going to come back. And, mm. and, and that's a bona fide big guy with size, length. Uh, he's got the length, um, definitely, and he's and he can shoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't really seen much of him. But anyway, I think the question here is: we asked whether or not the, the Warriors are the favorites. You said yes, but yeah, um, you're going to stick by that. You think? Yeah. So yeah. that you think they are? They are definitely are the favorites, but it, especially if Boston come through, they're going to be on such a high. And, and 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 I think Cyrus, like like I keep telling you, Emil Docker got that jollof in the in, in the locker room. Sorry. He's got that jollof in the locker room. Yes, and Ubuntu. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that, that's my uncle Doc Rivers. Oh Ubuntu. goodness! But yeah, I, I like that. And but I you know, you, you know what I mean. Like I I think they're motivated, and and Emil has just done something to this squad, and and, and they, they're just extra motivated. And if they get past the heat, you you do take it would take. It, it all that the Warriors have to slow them down. Because you can't say they'll beat them on speed. These guys have got oh, some youngsters true. that run. The one the one interesting thing though is that I think because the Celtics are one of the the um the teams that take one of the most number of threes mm. in, in a game and they don't necessarily they haven't faced other three point shooting teams of the, of the caliber of the Warriors who yeah. can really kill you from from range and mm. and so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of game plans come up. I think you know we've we've skirted around the the issue a little bit here because as much as as yeah we're saying the Warriors are the favorites, I think we also have to remember that the Warriors have Steph Curry, and yep. he hasn't necessarily been playing at the, his very best. Mm. But he can still kill a team. He can still hit those dagger threes in the fourth quarter. So, yep. you know, maybe him alone could make them a favorite. Um, I know that you've got the likes of Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler, depending on who ends up in, in the finals. But, yeah. uh, you know, Curry is that kind of guy who can he can drain the life out of a team just by hitting three-pointers. And when he gets hot, then Clay gets hot, then Poole gets hot, then it's tough to really see how you're going to defend against them. Considering that, I mean, the Celtics... Uh, in their run to to this conference finals, beat some good shooting teams, mm-hmm. um, or rather teams with some good scorers on them, like KD and Kyrie. But they're known for making their money in mid range. Yep. Though they can hit threes, no question, right? Um, but they did miss their three point shooters in those games. Although Seth Curry really didn't do much. The, obviously, there was no um, Joe no Harris, Harris, no Joe no, Harris, no Joe Harris. Yeah. Um, and and so you, and and Patty Mills was was really not that that great for them. You then look at the the the, the uh, Bucks series, and the Bucks were just missing all of their three point shots. Mm. Um, and they, they're a good three point shooting team in the regular season generally. Now they're playing, um, you know, the Miami Heat team who shot the ball pretty well from three. Yep. Though they've also gone pretty cold. Um, could that also be, you know, a defensive thing? Do you think that's what the Celtics would be like? Look, uh, we, our, our defense is so good that, you know, these good three-point shooting teams are missing. Or do you think they've just sort of ridden their luck and, and managed to, to, to get 
something out of those those games. Look, but you you, you got to look at the, the 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 Heat and and who their Arsenal is. So first of all, Cyrus, they 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 didn't have uh, Kyle Lowry, who's a decent three point shooter for mm-hmm. some of the games, right? Mm-hmm. In the series, and then Jimmy Butler is more mid range. Yeah, he is a mid range scorer. He's more like a a Michael Jordan mid range shooter kind of guy. You know what I mean? And then, um, so if you if you if if you got those two, uh, Tyler Hero can shoot decent from three. Uh, Who else do they have as a three point shooter? Really? So 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 you know Duncan Robinson. uh, The other guys can. I mean, Duncan Robinson was a three point shooter, but he's he's been out of the lineup. Yeah, yeah, but I was about I was about to say, but he's not a starter. Max Struess. So Max Struess has been hitting them. Has been quite a revelation in that he came out of almost nowhere, apart from guys like you who were watching him in the summer league. Yeah, but. you know, if you if you if you look at who the 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 shooters on the the payroll are, Jimmy Butler's not a three point shooter. Kyle Lowry no, is definitely, and, and uh, Adebayo is not a three point shooter, although he can hit yeah. from three from time to time. So, the, when they're facing uh, a Golden State, Cyrus, it's it's going to be a whole different story. That's it what I'm really saying. Will be. You're going to have three guys on the perimeter: Jordan Poole. You're gonna have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, and yeah. sometimes you're gonna have Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, who can so, also knock him down. <laughs> so Cyrus, is, 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 it's a problem. And once in a while, Draymond Green gets hot from <laughs> yeah. three. He'll, so he'll have his two in a game or something. But but interestingly, but let's those look, are six points. Yeah, <laughs> but, but let's look at the stats, right? Because three point percentage in the playoffs, uh-huh. the Brooklyn Nets had the highest three point percentage in the playoffs. So the the idea that the Celtics can't guard threes is a bit of a fallacy because you know the Nets. Had had the best three point percentage. They were, they shot forty two point two percent from mm-hmm. three. Below them, the Timberwolves with thirty eight point eight percent from three. Then the Mavericks thirty seven point nine, followed by the Warriors thirty seven point eight, um, and then you've got the seventy sixes, the Grizzlies, and then the Celtics in mm-hmm. terms of three point percentage. Mm-hmm. But then look at the teams that the Celtics have beaten on the road to to the to the conference to the finals. Conference final, the yeah. Nets, yes, they shot they shot the three ball well, but they got swept. Right, they got swept. You then look at the Bucks. The Bucks are eleventh on this list from mm-hmm. three point percentage. They were just they were ice cold. You then look at at um, at the Miami Heat, and they are thirteenth on this list. Mm-hmm. They're shooting thirty one point two percent. So maybe the three ball is what what could swing it the Warriors' way, and and I mean that's what we're expecting. Well, that, that, that's what I mean. The, the Warriors they 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 kill you from the perimeter, and then they defend, and yeah. and, and 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 I think. That's what Ime and squad should be prepared for because it, they're not going to be getting uh, as easy looks as maybe they might have gotten with other squads. Because yeah. you know we always talk about the, the the defensive capability of the Warriors and we forget that they can also defend. Yeah, you know, they can defend very well. And 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 let's not o- overlook that because even even Steph. I mean, you saw in the Grizzlies series there were yeah. times where you're like. Steph Curry is a defensive player. No, he was player. he was going for it. You know, even, I mean, let's not forget that Clay is a two way player. Yeah, he's lost a little bit of, of pace, but yeah, he does defend pretty but well. Injuries Wiggins, will do that too. Wiggins has been really good as well on the defensive end. Potentially, yep. that might be where he's really shone. Mm-hmm. I just look at it and I also wonder about the fact that the Celtics, um, you know, interestingly, right? They've drawn a lot of fouls this this postseason. They're ninth in 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 uh, the standings in terms of fouls drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interesting thing, though, is that if you look at it from a fouls perspective in terms of how many they give away, they're ninth on that list too. Just better than than the Warriors a little bit. The Warriors don't draw a lot of fouls. 
um, from from their opponents, which is also intriguing. But the thing is that if this becomes a game where the, the refs start to blow the whistle a lot more because the Warriors are a bit smaller, might get more more um, fouls called um, for them, they're great at the line. Mm-hmm. And that could be a major difference here. That you know, Steph Jordan Poole has the best free, th- uh, free throw percentage in the league, yep. followed by Steph. And and Clay Thompson shoots it pretty well as well. Yep. Uh, though he's missed a couple of key ones, um, like in that Nugget series. Oh, sorry, the Grizzly series. Uh, you saw him miss a couple um, mm. late on. But you, this Warriors team, you just can't do anything. You have to guard them well from three. And yep. if they're not doing stuff there, if they come in on the inside, you don't want to foul them because they're going to shoot those free throws and they could yep. kill you there. So, yeah, I think to, to round it off, the Warriors are the favorites, but we really, really shouldn't overlook any other guys that they could face. And we've no. we've primarily spoken about the Celtics because they they lead their series at the moment. Yep. So we'll wrap that up that, that up there. Let's go into um, the awards again because there's really been some intriguing intriguing awards that have been given out. And let's start with the uh, all defensive teams here because I think they there was a little bit of of not even controversy, just discussion around the makeup of the teams. So uh, I'll read out who made first team, um, all defensive first team, and then I'll go to the second team afterward. So our all defensive first team, Giannis Attentacumpo. No doubt. Mikel Bridges. No doubt. Rudy Gobert. Expected. Jaron Jackson Jr. Congratulations. And Marcus Smart. And I mean, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. So he's got to be there. And and what's great about that is that there are very few of uh, you know of these players. You'd be like, yeah, I just don't know if they deserve to be there. Let's look at the second team because that might also give us an indication as to whether or not people were snubbed. Second team, you have Idris Bam Adebayo. Yes, sir. Draymond Green. Yes, sir. Drew Holiday. Uh huh. Um, Matisse Thybul. Of course. And Robert Williams the third. I'm impressed. Well, I, I like that you have a comment for every single one of those. Congratulations. <laughs> so when we look at the, the, void to, the, the, the vote totals, right? Yep. Marcus Smart was unanimous, first teamer. Of course. 99 points. Then you have uh, Mikel Bridges uh, got 95 uh, points uh, and a couple shy, like 95 first team votes versus three second team votes. So he yep. was a, a given. And the same for Rudy Gobert, the same for Giannis. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Bam Adebayo were, were separated by... In, in the end, uh, when you look at total points, one point separated them from, from first or second team. And, and I think, you know, I, I like the first team. I think it's, it's definitely the, the composition of it is correct, primarily because I think Bam Adebayo missed a few too many games for, for voters' liking and for a lot of people's liking. And, and so Jaron Jackson Jr. edging him there makes some sense to me. I think Bam is an, a generally a better defender than him um, most of the season, but because of the games missed, I think that might be what edged uh, what what Jaron Jackson Jr. had as an edge over him. Well, Do it was you one agree point. with that? It was one point. Size. Yeah, I, and, really. And, uh, Though interestingly, I mean, yes, that and that's in the it, total when you look points, at total right? points. It, 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 you know, when 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 you when you're dealing with the, 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 the like the fifth position, it, mm-hmm. it, it can happen that way. You you yeah. can just be beaten by one point and fall into the second seed. Yeah, and, and another and, guy. And let's also remember team. that one point is to tie. Yes. Right. Oh yes. The so it's not even so. So basically, it's yeah. two points in in order to get a, ahead of him, and he just didn't have that. Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. had fifty five first team points, which is less than Bam Adebayo had, which is fifty seven. But then he had 30, 43 second team points versus um, Bam Adebayo's thirty eight points. So, but, but, but let's look at the regular season, Cyrus. Uh, 
Bam, you, you know, Bam has just been getting better season after season after season, right? Yeah. You know, we've been yeah. watching him. You know, he's one of the guys we love to watch. We've been watching him from back in the days. And then if you look at Jaron Jackson Jr. and Mikhail Bridges, they, they, these are, uh, well, especially Jaron Jackson, he, these are relatively young these are youngsters, right? Yeah. But they had great season, Cyrus. Let, yeah. Let's not overlook that. Mikhail Bridges for the Suns was great defensively. Mm. He, he, he Without question. And, and Jaron Jackson for the Young Grizzlies was also great. And 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 I think maybe here it's a, it's it's a recency bias thing in that we've been seeing Adebayo perform. We've been seeing Bam perform, Cyrus for yeah. the last. Two and a half seasons, let me put it at that. Because there was a time where he lived in the shadow of, of, of one, um, now his name goes, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. He lived in the shadow of Hassan for Crazy a while. Crazy that that was true. When Hassan left, that's when you saw that, wait a minute, Bam Adebayo is, is actually a, a great big man in the paint. And one thing that stands out for me, Cyrus, I don't know if it stood out for you, is the representation of the guards in the both yeah. first and second team. And they're the, the, top the, level. The, the defensive player of the year was actually a guard. Yeah, top level, top level. And, and I, I love that too, because that really is an important point here. You've got these guards who are both defending at a great level and, and also playmaking quite well. I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, Mikel Bridges, not so much, but Marcus Smart has just elevated his game. He's just been, he's been sensational. And, and I, I agree with you in terms of... Um, you know, the, the makeup of the first team, it's hard to argue against those guys, right? Mm-hmm. I think the only people who could potentially look at this and say, um, I was a bit hard done by, is maybe Bam. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe and, Bam. And, and, and potentially, yeah, I think maybe Bam. Because the second team is, nobody really has snubbed them. They just missed a lot of games. Yeah. Drew Holiday missed a lot of games. Matisse Tybal also had some some some. Um, games where you, he didn't play, Robert Williams had injury issues, Draymond yep. Green had injury issues. Yep. Any one of those guys could have been first teamers if they were, um, if they were fit most of the season. And particularly Draymond Green, who probably should have been in the first team. But um, it is what it is. Um, interestingly for me, it's it's seeing some of the guys who missed out, and and I don't even know if if these would be major snubs like Fred Van Fleet um, in the guard position. He got thirty seven second team votes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a tough one to call because he he had, crazily enough, um, he had forty one total votes, but as a guard, that was nowhere close to any of the other guards that were selected. So you know, you look at those guys and say, yeah, look, tough. You, you had some votes, but it just wasn't enough. And then the same with Joel Embiid, who got thirty three total votes, um, and it wasn't enough if you look at him from. Either the forwards, maybe Draymond Green um, could be the one that who would miss out there because he had 34 total vote, votes from a forward perspective. But if you look at it from a center's perspective, it, it just wasn't close. Joel Embiid has just had one unfortunate season, Cyrus. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just glad he got the the, the scoring. Yeah, me too. I, I, me at too. least he walked away with an accolade for the season. Yeah, and 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 rightly so. It was rightly deserved. I mean, the, the man really played his heart out, and 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 that was really incredible to see. So those are all defensive teams. All right. So now we're moving across to the All NBA teams, and this is also really quite quite interesting because some of them are. are I mean, they're all. You've got elite players chosen here. The the voting totals are really just nuts, and and I th- we'll we'll go through them now. But um, let's go through all all NBA first team. Uh, all right. I don't even care about the sponsor's name yet. It's all NBA first team. Um, <laughs> Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. I mean, that's an incredible first team. 
really an incredible first that, team. That, 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 that's incredible, Cyrus. I, I, wow. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, I look at the second team and I'm like, they should have just had 10 players in the first team. <laughs> <laughs> should we go through it? Should we just name the second teamers as well, right? So yeah. The, the, the wow. NBA second team, you have Joel Embiid, Ja Morant, Kevin Durant. Um, it's weird to say Ja Morant and Kevin Durant. I know, it sounded together. like you were right yeah. there. The Stephen Curry and DeMar DeRozan. And our third team is Carl Anthony Towns, LeBron James, Chris Paul, Trey Young, and Pascal Siakam. Love seeing Pascal there. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the first team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, obviously, that's where, we want to start at the beginning. That's really where you want to start. You know who, incredible, incredible on this list. The only unanimous player in the first team, Giannis Setentacumpo. 100 points. No questions asked. Giannis. Look, Cyrus, Giannis has had incredible back-to-back seasons. Yeah, I, th- I think you you can't argue with that. It's it's a pity the the Bucks didn't just make it over the hump and uh, they fell victim to a motivated Celtics. But Giannis regular season, wow. That, but that, but what's crazy is he's got a unanimous selection in the first team. The current back-to-back MVP doesn't have a unanimous selection. Um, isn't that nuts? It, it it is Cyrus, but 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 he he just had one of those seasons, and I, and and I think coming off a championship as well, mm-hmm. it, it just elevated him even more. Jokic, you know the, the the thing about Jokic, right? Yeah, Jokic Jokic is like uh, Doncic, and I know that. that well, that, their vo- their votes totals are exactly the, the same. The, the, the names uh, <laughs> <laughs> the names sound very. Jokic is like is like Doncic. Yeah, explain. he does incredible things, but it looks like he's doing them in slow motion with ease. <laughs> Have you it's noticed? It's too easy. No, interesting. Yeah, both, both yeah, players yeah. look like that. They when, make when, the when game you look, look, Luka, look so simple. It looks like he's on the playground and he's smiling and he's doing. And you're like, what exactly? This guy is. Why a can't superstar. we stop this guy? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's beating you with a smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah, although that's that's Doncic as opposed to Jokic. Jokic just looks like he's seen some smiles here and there. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Jokic is. A, is a, I was talking about uh, Doncic, but Jokic just looks like he's in the zone. You know, like he once told somebody uh, fans that booed him. He was like, "You can boo me all you like. I've played in Serbia." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. Have you seen my brothers? <laughs> oh, we yeah, played I'm, in the background. Seen, yeah, we, know, we played in the backyard at home. You know, I, I'm good. So, so, so I, I think there's also that about uh, uh, Jokic. You can't deny that he's MVP caliber but he, and, he, and is the mvp he, 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 he's yeah. the mvp but back to back th- th- there's no fireworks when he plays like like with yanis with yanis you, you know what's happening he's no, flying he's he's he's, dunking, he's, he's he's everything he's, he's all action so, so but this is your reason why yanis is unanimous like yeah. that no no but but it's not all about the 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 the, the flims and skyrockets mm-hmm. he also gets the job done no 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 question no question and he's also uh, you know first team uh, uh, all defense right yep so he does everything on both ends of the oh, of the oh, court and he's also got a movie coming out oh right? yeah Most big shout out to Akin Amutoso. you yeah. know this you know this <laughs> shout out Akin what are we waiting for July oh in fact the the release date is out I think it is July might be like July twenty something but We'll check again now. We'll let all the listeners know. Um, but interestingly, so do you look at this first team and think there's somebody there that shouldn't be there? So who would I replace for who? I think... Uh, no. No. 
I was this even, is this is perfect for I, you. I was even gonna venture saying can I replace no 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 it's perfect I was going to say, if you asked me, I was going to replace Devin Booker with Joel Embiid, but I'm, I'm going back and forth It's that. position for position. Yeah, so you really couldn't do that. I, I couldn't do that, but, you know, like, no. Because yeah, I, I look at it and I say, was there a guard better than, than, than Booker? Um, and, and from the eye perspective, maybe you're looking at Ja Morant. Um, but in terms of what he did over the course of the season, Devin Booker was clearly yeah. first team um, all all NBA, and and I think I, I agree with this list. I, let, I think let, let's not also downplay what Demar Derozan did in Chicago, Sam. No, without question. But let's also look at Demar Derozan and say, was he first team? Because what mm. happened with them was they, they 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 burned and they they shone really bright, and then they just flamed out. Um, towards the end of the season and yeah. then going into the postseason. It just wasn't the same. So whereas Booker and the Phoenix Suns, they were they were all action all season long and they just went through it and Booker was central to what was happening for the Suns. If anything good happened with Phoenix, it was generally him and Chris Paul who were yeah. So I, I think this first team is yeah, let, is let, exactly how it should let's be. Let's keep it all the way. The way, only yeah. player I might look at there and say maybe uh, they might be a little hard done by is um, is KD. Um, but even then, it's not like the Nets were playing a sensational basketball. The second half of the year, Jason Tatum led the Celtics team to now where they are on the brink of an NBA Finals appearance. So yeah. I think that Tatum's selection there is warranted. He's really incredible. At the forward position, I don't see any other forwards really sort of standing up above him other than potentially KD because of the scoring. But even then, you have to look at where the teams came, um, ended up their seasons. Yep. And I mean, KD and them got into the postseason via the play-in. Uh, the Boston Celtics might have been terrible for the first, first half of the season, but they picked up their socks and, and Tatum was central to that. And that's why you're looking at the vote numbers the way they are. I mean, you got 49 first-team votes um, and, and 47 second-team votes. You look, look at KD, he only got 10 first-team votes. I think KD was a victim of his circumstances. There, there was just too much happening in Brooklyn. And just yeah, one, one guy not showing up and then another guy not showing up. But when yeah. I say showing up in different circumstances. No, no, no. let's pull terms. them out. You know, Kyrie and a COVID Kyrie and, and his pandemic, uh, you know, pause, if we want to call it that way, you know, non-vaccinated. Pandemic pause. Yeah, he, he, unvaccinated, decided not going to play home games, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, whether it, it's right or wrong from his perspective, affected the team. And and that's the key thing. And that's also why the Brooklyn Nets are looking and thinking, do we really want to give this guy a new contract? We'll talk about that in the next part. But I look at this, um, the Nets team, and think they only get into that postseason because of KD. And we've been watching KD all season long, and he's been good. But I see why uh, J- uh, Jason Tatum is selected for his team. I'm all for it. I think the first team's great. Well, um, then you're forgetting James Harden. Also, no, I, I left James Harden out because yeah, then he, he was angling for a Ben about. Simmons comes <laughs> in and doesn't play. So, so if you look at KD, it's it, 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 it's kind of like he had no control over. Well, no, no player really has control over what his, happens with the team with the, with the team, and then you you can only do as much as you can. Uh, yeah. and, and 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 KD could only do just, just ask LeBron James. what he could do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it's not, and and I, I'm I'm gonna uh, uh, like defend my boy uh, LeBron a little bit here because to say when KD went to Brooklyn Nets, they were not the Golden State Warriors, and you can take that however you want. 
Okay, I mean, whatever. He did, he did not join Steph, Clay, and Draymond. He joined. No, he went to go and start Kyrie. his own thing somewhere else. So I'm starting my own band. Sorry, so it wasn't. He found out that it's not that easy to start your own band. Yeah, especially or, or to with, carry a team. Well, or let's put it this way: especially if the guys who you've brought in to start the band with are also just not really all that interested in being professional. But anyway, there you go. And I'm not. That's no slight on LeBron. What I'm saying is sometimes, and LeBron saw it this season. It's hard to carry a team, especially when guys are just not showing up like Russell Westbrook was and AD Ooh. also being injured. So, you know, it's one of those things. And the fact that LeBron is like a million years old. Yeah. But let's look at the second team, right? And and I think this is where it's, it, it also gets interesting because that second team and third team, mm-hmm. I think all of these teams are fairly balanced. Like, I don't really see too many of these players where I'd say that guy in the third team needs to be in the second team and vice versa. That person shouldn't be in the second team and should be in the third team. Um you look at it, Joel Embiid, Ja Morant, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and DeMar DeRozan, that's the perfect second team. Yeah, I, I can't argue with these numbers, Cyrus. The, the, these guys are elite players. It's just that there's only five spots at the top, and mm. uh, the deserving guys got the top five spots. No, I, I agree with you. I really agree with you. It's just interesting because it also doesn't necessarily correlate to team positioning. Um, like you look at Giannis and the Bucks finished like what the third seed. Yeah. Um, you then look at Luka Doncic. The Dallas Mavericks were like uh, fifth seed. Um, well, Nikola Jokic, Ja Morant, and the you, you forget that the second. Memphis Grizzlies no, were second but, seed. But that's, well, I'm, I'm not forgetting <laughs> that. So that, my point being that look at the first teamers, right? Yeah. The this, the highest seeded the team the the player from the highest seeded team is Devin Booker. Yeah. Right, and his team finishes the number one seed in yep. the West and the number one seed in, in the NBA. Mm. Then when we look at around, you had the Mavs who were fourth, um, the Jokic and and um, the Nuggets. They were the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you look at 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 um, Jason Tatum and and the uh, Boston Celtics. They yep. they were the number two seed. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see how things have played out that way because the the Bucks themselves were they were the number three seed they weren't really playing for seeding as such but then when you look at the second team right um you have similar things from a seeding perspective you look at it and say oh the warriors yeah steph's there the warriors finished as the um, number three seed in the west interesting kevin durant number seven seed in the east you know it's it's just interesting to see how all of this has played itself out um is there anybody like second or third team who you would try and switch around because I look at these things and I think, yeah, this is, they've, they've got it. They've got it proper year. They, they haven't made a mistake at all. No, Cyrus, if you, if you look at it, but maybe Chris Paul, mm. but, 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 but due to injury, I think he, his uh, performance was hindered, but Chris Paul Cyrus, it, it, like you said earlier, if you look at the Suns' performance, if it wasn't yeah. because of Devin Booker, it was because of Chris Paul. And, yeah. and the fact that he winds up in the third team, I think maybe he could have had a spot in the second team. But then again, like you said, positioning. Do you replace Ja Morant? No. Do you replace Steph Curry? No. So it's just one of those unfortunate things. Although right? I could argue that, right? That yep. I could argue Chris Paul over Steph Curry. And I love Steph. I think Steph had a, a pretty good season. But, but did Steph Curry have a better season than Chris Paul did? from a numbers perspective and from a positioning perspective in the league? Well, Cyrus, I, I, I'd have to look at the stats to, to, to answer you that, uh, you know, from an informed perspective. But Steph Curry has been still been, I know he's had his struggles and, and that, but he's still been stepping. Look, he had a point during the season where um, everybody thought, okay, fine, he could be the MVP again. 
mm-hmm. um, that was after like he was just leading up to 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 breaking the three point scoring record, the yeah. all time three point scoring record, and then that happens, right? Yeah. But then from there, he wasn't necessarily all that great. Yes, he was one of the better scorers in the league. Uh, so don't get me wrong; I'm not saying Steph was bad. I'm just looking at this thinking. Chris Paul's importance to the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. and how great he was for them this particular season, it's hard to, to, to say he couldn't be in the second team ahead of Steph Curry because I, I look at it from a points, um, points per game perspective. Mm. Obviously, Steph is, is ahead of him. Like He averaged 25.5 points a game yep. um, and Chris Paul is nowhere close to that. Like He's not a scorer as such. Uh, he's a facilitator. Yeah, he's a facilitator. And so, and, and so we know that about him. So it also depends what are the, ba- the the votes based on. Well, this is the thing is that what do the, because all of the people who vote have their own criteria. There's yeah, no so criteria there that's given to you. But Chris Paul was also the assist leader in the, in the NBA again. Yeah. Um, he averaged more assists than than anybody else. He averaged ten point eight assists a game. Um, and and you look at Steph, and Steph was like, yeah, well, you know, is that really my game? And he's twenty fourth in that list, averaging six point three. Um, but like you said, Cyrus, it, it, it's a subjective voting purpose, right? It, it, it's kind of like saying, but but it should be based on on, on a couple of, but, of, but it, of, look, of factors, it, it, right? It's also ba- ba- based on like team performance and and, and just so let's uh, take team performance into it and and, and general performance. Uh, I mean, individual performance. So mm-hmm. so I can say like you know that 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 Celtics jersey costs exactly the same as the Warriors jersey, right? Mm-hmm. And one was the first seed, and and one was the, the 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 second seed here. And then you say, well, they're all the same to me, but I like that other one because it's green. I think sometimes it comes down to that. And and I think maybe that's also one of the reasons for Chris Paul not getting in. That's uh, what to, I'm saying. That because it, it, like you say, say, subjective people don't necessarily like Chris Paul. Um, you know, and and I think you know people find the things he does in the court can be a little bit uh, irritating, uh, to to say the least. As Patrick Beverly, oh, dude, let's not. <laughs> that got really irritating too. But I look at Chris Paul; he was like fourth in steals this season. No, he's so a, he's I look a at pure the, talent. I look at the, the 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 stats, and I just think his team was the number one seed in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the assist leader um, at an advanced age, like thirty six, thirty seven. Um, he was in there getting steals. He is like the fourth best in the league, and he doesn't get into the second team uh, because people don't like him. Look, Cyrus, I don't think it's even about the people don't like him thing. I think, look, Cyrus, I, I think if there's one person that I felt sorry for besides mm-hmm. my favorite LeBron James was Chris Paul. I was really looking forward to seeing the the Suns make another finals appearance and potentially maybe even win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people felt you know that. I, mean? I didn't. They had, yeah. wor- they had worked hard last season and, yeah. and, and just fell short. And then they got uh, beat. And yeah. then they, they, they ended the season top seed as well. And they yeah. were looking really promising. And then, and then got beat again. Things didn't work. Yes, Cyrus, everybody gets beat. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I felt sorry for Chris Paul because I thought this was one of his last chances to really become a champion as a leader. You understand what I mean? Yeah. No, uh, I, then, I, I'm with you. Uh, and then, I'm and with then, you. But, but that, that's what I'm saying. So the to ESPN me, documentary should be Chris Paul, The Last Chance. <laughs> <laughs> because that seems to be what... what, I'll, what I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like to distance myself from uh, my colleague on the other side of the table, uh, Chris, uh, if you're ever in Africa again. 
let's do lunch. Look, but, but, um, no, but, 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 but you understand what, what I mean? Like, There's all that narrative stuff, it's, all it's, of it. It's, it's, it's just unfortunate uh, that, that things didn't work out for Chris Paul. But Steph is just Steph. And, 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 and he's done what he's done. And, 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 and to sort of support your, your case... People like Steph more than they like Chris. Uh, no question. And, and, <laughs> you know and I mean? this is this is the critical thing for me because I look at this and I say maybe it's the historical stuff that happened this season that pushes Steph a little bit more. You know, mm. where he's making history every single game he hits a three. Yep. It's, it's it's you know further history being being made. Um, and and he's also a likable guy. The Warriors are playing great basketball. He's been important for them. Mm. Um, but then I look at it and I say it's it's weird because. I love Steph. I absolutely love Steph. And I'm not even trying to, you know, mount a campaign against Steph here. Mm. But I'm looking at some of the other things and I'm like, I don't understand why Chris Paul isn't second team because of what his team has done, what he's done for that team in order to get them there. Um, and But would uh, you th- replace him with Ja Morant then? I would, no. I think Ja, and I think this is the thing for me. I think that Ja deserves his place there because yep. of what he's done. He's also one of the most improved player yep. um, and was in the MVP conversation for, for yep. you know, towards the end of the season. Chris Paul and, and Steph Curry, that, that for me is, is where there'd, there'd be a bit of a, a trade-off to see who could get in. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm not, gonna go to war on this i think steph curry yeah he's there in the second team i love the guy happy for him um but it's it's interesting because i do think that chris paul could have been in the second team um and it's funny you give uh, such a resounding campaign for chris paul when i'm the one who pointed him out as a miss <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly and when you did that you suddenly opened my eyes counter because i also look at at, at oh, trey young no. and trey Young's season statistically was fantastic. I mean, you know, f- do, do you know who messed up Trey Young's season? Uh, Trey Young. No, it it was the Miami Heat. They sort of exposed yeah. for his no, they, they, they definitely did, Ooh. and the team inefficiencies too. But he averaged like twenty eight point four points a game this season. I mean, he no, was I mean, I mean, the, the, in the, the league. that series against the Heat. That, yeah, that's look, where, but the votes were are in before that, mm. right? So, you know, it's not that that really... Uh, you no, know, no, I don't, I don't mean effect, like uh, it, it, it messed up his chances. Yeah, I mean, like they messed up his season. Like it was not a good way to end a season. No, where, like, it really was Like a Miami Heat team just locks you down and you're like, there's nothing more I can do, guys. Like, let's <laughs> just go to Cancun. Do, yeah. Let's just go to Cancun real quick. Ah, Cancun. So full this time of the year. Um, <laughs> but Trey Young was, was third in, in assists this season. He yeah. was um, sixth in points per game. You know, he's had a really great season. That's why his third team. Um, what do you think of the third team? I mean, it's interesting. I, I, LeBron definitely deserved to be in an all-NBA team, and I think third team is exactly it. Same with Carl anthony Towns. Cat had a great season. Yeah. I, I, I think he, he was one of the, uh, the, the the better centers out there yeah. this season. Yeah, he, uh, without question. From three-point range, he, he was great. Uh, he, he, he was, was probably the, the third best center this season, right? Absolutely. And I mean, I, this I is what the selection I says. I can't, I, can't, I can't argue with that. I mean, let, let, let's look at the centers. So you, you, you got uh, Nikola Jokic, of course, yeah. MVP. Um, the runner-up MVP and Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid and, and then Carl Anthony Towns, right? Yeah. So, so I, I think that, that that goes without saying. Um, Pascal Siakam for me yeah. was was a pleasant surprise. I, I, I love when him. I saw I, his picture there. I was like, okay. I, I was so happy for him because he had a good season, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people don't focus on the Raptors because they're not in the, in the states. You know, they they, yeah. they they play their games far away, and and all of this stuff. Um, but Pascal has been pretty productive. He's showed that he he had a heck of a lot going for him. It is interesting to see how certain players didn't really get the, the votes needed. And Pascal got uh, seven second team votes, 
and 42 third team votes, right? Yep. Look at some of the other guys who, who didn't make these teams um, and the votes that they got. So Pascal ends up with a total of 64 votes. Jimmy Butler doesn't make it. And he got two second team votes and three thir- uh, 26 third team votes to, for a total of 32 points. Um, Rudy Gobert, 45 point total, five second team votes and 30 um, third team votes. So you look at these guys and you just say, from a votes total perspective, they just didn't have the numbers. They just didn't have the numbers. Um, and and I think I, I I pretty much agree with all of the teams. There was the the Steph Curry versus Chris Paul debate. Um, and I love Steph, so I'm just going to be like, Steph, you deserve it. So that's where I'm going to leave that. But Kaunda, um, we've come to the end of the show. Already? Can you believe it? Um, yeah, and, and, and no blood was spilled. I'm, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> um, but one of the things I do want to ask our listeners to do is to go to Betcoza and, and have a look at, at, at what's happening on the site there because we're heading into the NBA Finals. There's going to be a lot of different betting markets that you can take a bet on. You know, uh, scorers. You can t- uh, do an over and under how many points will be scored in certain games. Who will be the Finals MVP? I've said it's going to be Steph Curry. Um, if you had to uh, to bet on, on who could be Finals MVP, who are you thinking, Kanda? Well, if if the if the Warriors win, it's definitely Steph. If the Boston Celtics win, it's Jason Tatum. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you want to, you can go to to Betcoza and really go and have have a look at at the betting markets on on those those guys. There's some really interesting numbers out there. There's some really interesting stuff that you can actually take a punt on. You know, like how many three pointers could get scored. So I, I look at that and I say, okay. If Kaunda went and he looked at the outright markets for, for finals MVP and he says, Jason Tatum, um, a 10 rand bet on Jason Tatum could earn you 28 rand back in winnings. So, uh, you know, not a bad bet at all. Uh, 10 bucks on Steph Curry could earn you 22 bucks um, uh, and you could go home smiling. If, if you're looking for somebody who's an outside bet because, you know, Steph has never won finals MVP, how about Andrew Wiggins? You know, 10 bucks on him could net you 210 bucks. Um, and remember, Andre Iguodala won finals MVP over Steph Curry in 2015. So anything's possible. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Here are our social media handles um, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook. And you can also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, supersport.com, Bet Coza, and the Podhouse. Kaunda Chama, thank you so much. Thank you, Cyrus. It's always great arguing basketball with you. Yes, the back and forth really is incredible. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen and for getting in touch. Stay tuned for more post-up excellence next week. We'll catch you courtside.